This is the Two Dudes Week in Review Top 5 Podcast. Check out video versions of this podcast on our website at Two Dudes Reviews. That's D-O-O-D-S Reviews.com. And now, here's the dudes. Live from the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, <clears throat> where Andy's uh, is staying for free. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, this is a profitable damn trip, you isn't better it? stop uh, it. Shut up. <laughs> we don't need to broadcast that around the world. Andy's been taking care of all of our cab fares and uh, even Del Taco the other night. You, uh, yeah, you, you, you guys. Hey, uh, <laughs> so follow us on Twitter. We are Damn at Two Dudes Reviews uh, on Facebook. Uh, Facebook backslash Two Dudes Reviews or on YouTube, of course, Two Dudes Reviews. All of our podcasts can be heard on podbean.com. Uh, and of course, occasionally there's a video version of the podcast as well. And you can also hit us up on the uh, Two Dudes Hotline. That's 775 375 JAVE. 775 375 5283. Because Andy, the four letters Andy were not available. Yeah, I bet Rock would have been available. You can also email us, Two Dudes for Life at gmail.com. That's that number Jave? two. Yes, J A V E, like Dave with a J. Uh, on the way this morning, the uh, top five weekend review. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the odd Olympic update. Um, uh, Trump, uh, Trump uh, uh, tweeting uh, his, his new target this past week was his old friend Oprah Winfrey. Uh, so, and Andy, you'll get a kick out of that. Um, President's Day last Monday, and uh, who do we think is the, the best president of all time? Uh, according to, you know, national ways. What, what do we think collectively as a nation the best president of all time is? Uh, more good booze news from Andy, obviously. And uh, if you could set up a Girl Scout cookie stand, Andy, yes. what would be the best location on the planet? Don't answer it now, but think about that. If you could set up a Girl Scout cookie stand anywhere, would it be outside of the Safeway? Would it be outside of, I, I don't know, where would be the best location ever? I'll tell you the, the true story of one Girl Scout who sold thousands and thousands of boxes of Girl Scout cookies in one day. And that's on the way in the next 30 minutes. (laughs) But first... Jave's Jacked Up Story of the Week. Yeah, this is uh, is pretty pretty jacked up. Steph and Paul online from there, from Cheshire, England. They got married back in June of 2015. Excited when they got their wedding photos back, right? You've been married. We've all been been married. Uh, And, you know, getting the wedding photos and having a great wedding photographer is a big deal, right? So you're kind of excited about getting these these wedding photos back until they look through them. <laughs> Here's the problem. The photographer, this guy named David Kilcroyce, um, he hadn't captured any of the key moments from the day. In fact, he didn't get any pictures of the in-laws, the parents, not a single one. Uh, there were only 11 photos that actually had even the groom in the pictures. Instead, he mostly photographed Two of the bridesmaids' boobs and butts. <laughs> so, yeah, all the wedding pictures came out. Boobs and butts. Boobs and butts. Back in 2016, this, this couple actually took this guy to court. Uh, they won 800 bucks, I guess, which was the photographer fee. Okay. Simply because he failed to show up in court. But then they saw that uh, this guy, David, is still out in the public working as a wedding photographer. So now they're trying to smear his name to make sure this doesn't happen to some other unsuspecting young couple. Wow. Indy's Oddity of the Week. All right. Here's, here's my Oddity of the Week. <laughs> An Indian farmer says that an oversized poster of a former porn star has made him grow much bigger. I'm sure. Much bigger where? Crocs. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. 
Chen Chu Reddy says he initially erected a larger-than-life image. Erected. <laughs> he erected. <laughs> of actress Sunny Leone in hopes that her scantily clad image would act as a sort of X-rated scarecrow. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and he thought it'd be fun to look at. So it worked. He says he got a bonus. In a the bo- form of bone a, what? A, bo- a bonus. <laughs> that my son used to call it a bonus. Hey, Dad, I have a bonus. <laughs> anyway, he, he got a bonus in the form of increased fertility across his entire 10-acre spread. Now, wait a minute. So this thing is actually up? like It's up and out, working. Like a billboard it's out It's a somewhere? billboard over this guy's 10-acre property. And, and it's a and porn star. It's, it's a porn star, and it's scaring away the crows. Okay. And apparently his cabbage and cauliflowers... Both have much more girth, thanks to that bikini-clad <laughs> figure. He muses to ward off the evil eye. I thought of this idea of putting up a big poster of Sonny Leone. The trick has worked. Nobody's looking at my crop now. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Number five. All right. So number five. This is the best place in town to sell Girl Scout cookies. This happened a couple of weeks ago, all right? Uh, Girl Scouts making headlines. She sold them. Hundreds and hundreds, in fact, over a thousand boxes of cookies from a table that she set up outside a marijuana dispensary. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> when you said that, I thought about it for about three seconds, and I went, oh, God, a dispensary, yeah, for sure. Yeah, perfect deal. This happened down in Southern California, obviously, where uh, it was just recently uh, legalized for recreational use, right? Right. News got a bunch of people riled up. There was some controversy. The uh, Girl Scouts of Colorado have spoken up and made it official, saying they're completely fine with selling Girl Scout cookies outside adult-oriented businesses as long as the parent or guardian approves. And I, I would assume that the parent or guardian had to be pretty damn liberal to uh, to be cool with that. And will and hang out in front of a dispensary all day. <laughs> That's <Ooh>. right. <laughs> Number four. Well, you know if it's booze, I'm going to be talking about yeah, it, Yeah, right? of course. And this is... Uh, what do you have in the coffee? I uh, just cream and sugar, a little bit of tiny sugar, and a little tiny bit of sugar, and and some half and half. But right. um, uh, you know, uh, we, we get a lot of more information about you know things like studies and stuff. And, right. And and so here's the latest: if you want to live a long life, put down the dumbbells, take off the running shoes, okay, start doing something that's actually good for you. Uh, okay. Getting blasted on box wine. Blasted on box wine. Blasted on box wine. Is there something? Is it something it about the box? To, it doesn't have to be a box wine. <clears throat> okay. Okay. It but just alliterates nice to say blasted on box. Blasted wine. on box wine. I, I thought it was a cool line. <laughs> anyway, according to a massive new study by a neurologist named Claudia Kawas at the University of California, the key to living a long life is alcohol. Right. I'm gonna live forever. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> she studied more than 1,700 people over 90 years old for the past 15 years and found that people who drank around two glasses of beer or wine a day were 18% less likely to die early. Wow, okay. All right. Could I have like two vodka martinis? Does that qualify? It doesn't say. It says beer and wine here, dude. Okay. All right, right, yeah, you know. But I would imagine. I don't like all the martinis. calories sometimes in beer. Maybe I don't want to drink two beers in a day. Drink Michelob Ultra <clears throat> like a pussy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they say people who exercise between 15 and 45 minutes a day were only 11% less likely to die early. In other words, alcohol is more effective at keeping you alive than exercise. Oh, bullshit. But whatever. You know, no, that's cool. But, but there's some good news, too. And I really like this part. Yeah. Right? Kawas also found that it's better... 
to be a little bit chubby than very thin. No kidding. People who were slightly overweight, but I think not I obese. I qualify. I think I qualify. I totally qualify. Yeah. I'm rocking the dad bot here, yeah. right? Um, but it, it, it says if, if people were chubby. slightly overweight, but not obese, they were 3% less likely to die early. My problem is that the doctor always says, you know, where's that obesity line? It seems like the line keeps getting lower and lower and lower, right? What is obese? Is it 10 pounds over a target weight, 30 pounds? What is it? Well, you know, unfortunately, what they measure is the uh, the BMI, the body mass mm-hmm. index, right? And and, right. and again, the challenge with that is that the, the BMI scale was designed by some guy right. who made the assumption that we're all built the same. Right, I, I, I actually—it's a, a flawed methodology. Oh my gosh, I had a challenge with this actually when I was in the Coast Guard. Right, and uh, my BMI was over. Like they said, you're obese, right? Yeah. You have to understand. At the time, I weighed—I'm I'm five foot nine. I weighed 190 pounds, okay. and they said you should weigh 150 pounds. You're obese, right? What? Well, I was powerlifting at the time. Yeah. I was going to the gym every day, powerlifting, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm a muscular guy, and. Um, Fortunately, one of the guys that I was training with said that happened to me too. Here's what you do. You're going to have to go in front of this panel, these guys who are going to look at you, right? Right. He said, just drop and do 100 push-ups. Believe it or not, at the time, I could pretty much do almost 100 push-ups. Yeah. So I went in there and I said, no offense, sir, and dropped. At about 30 push-ups, they went, okay, you're good. Get out. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, uh, us now, of course, I can't do 100 push-ups now. I probably could only do about 30 if I really tried. Yeah. Um, But here's the other great thing. Those who drink two cups of coffee a day were 10% less likely to die early. Awesome. So I think if I drink coffee and booze, that's like... 28% 28% less likely. I it's, like it. You all, you're all, you pick up a good ha- hobby like oh, wait, what we're doing right now. That's what it says. The best thing of all is having a daily hobby. And it's the trifecta of terrific. Holy moly. That's we're awesome. going to live forever, James. Number three. All right. So number three, uh, Donald Trump uh, didn't limit his tweeting to the Russia scandal back on Sunday. He also went after his old pal, Oprah Winfrey. Oh, I don't good. know why he's, you know, why is he upset with Oprah now? I got no idea. Right. Because they used to be like kind of chummy. I mean, Oprah... You can look at old videos back in the day where Oprah would be like, Trump, why don't you run for president? When are you going to run for president? What's right. going on? Well, here's you know, the deal. There's probably money in her slamming Donald now. Nah, she uh, she hosted a CBS 60 Minutes segment back on Sunday, which she asked an actual panel of Michigan voters about Trump's first year in office. The segment, actually a follow-up to another that was done about six months ago in which the same 14 people appeared on the program. Although the group split evenly between Trump supporters and detractors, the president seemed to feel the whole thing was just biased. So he tweets, uh, just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, who at one point I knew very well, interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased and slanted, the facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated, just like all of the others. By the way, Oprah has already said she's not running for president. Yeah, I think that's probably a wise choice. Number two. All right, so Monday was President's Day. Yes. I didn't get the day off either, Jay. Oh, wait, you uh, did, you I did. slime ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, okay. people who have real jobs. <laughs> I don't have a real job. I know you don't. Um, uh, I didn't get the day off, but but uh, a new survey asked people to name the best president in U.S. history, and um, it seems like today's toxic partisan climate really factored in, okay. because there was a tie for the top president of all time. Lincoln. Washington, Lincoln, Reagan, oh, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln had to be Lincoln. in there, right? Yeah, no. 
No? No. Come on. Believe it or not. Well, the, the reality is, here's what I'm thinking. How many people in today's world know, could name five presidents? Oh. Right? Yeah. Think about it. If they're, if they're doing a survey, right? So, at a 60% of the vote each, right. Ronald Reagan. Okay. I get that. And Barack Obama. Oh, I wonder. I wonder who voted for Obama. Yeah, might have been the Republicans. Abraham Lincoln, by the way, was third. George Washington, FDR, tied for fourth. Yeah, at ten percent. JFK at nine. Bill Clinton and President Trump tied seventh at five percent each. Wow, seventh. Yeah. So one out of ten Republicans and zero Democrats said Trump is the best president ever. Interesting. 71% of the Democrats said he's the worst president ever. And 57% of Republicans said Obama was the worst president ever. Yep. Everyone today is thinking nice and national, or rationally and not going off the deep end at all. You know what I want to know about this, right? Okay. Well, Trump's been in office for a year. How can he be the worst president ever? Yeah. Good question. Hey, people are just... Uh, they're they're uh, haters. They're haters. They're just yeah. haters. They're freaked right? out. They listen to, uh, they watch CNN too much or MSNBC. We all. I mean, I don't and, trust and, any and of the And they media. don't get the other side. You know, yeah, I mean, any yeah, other yeah. Side. the media is so slanted. How can you how can you listen to any of it? Anyway. Number one. All right, so saving this one for number one, the Winter Olympics in the rearview mirror. Um, we watched a bit of the Winter Olympics. Um, some really, really cool stuff. One final odd Olympic update. Uh, Up Rocks ranked the uh, 20 Winter Olympic sports by how watchable or maybe unwatchable they are, right? The downhill Super G skiing, number one, uh, most exciting part of the Olympics, which we, we kind of dug, right? Yeah. Um, and the rest of the top five are speed skating, half-pipe snowboarding, ski jump, and the mogul skiing. Uh, in the bottom, <clears throat> uh, the least watchable sport, cross-country skiing. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the cross-country at all? I, I, you know, I, I saw snippets of biathlon, I, which is cross-country and shooting. Right. I would have thought that, um, yeah, in the biathlon was kind of cool. Yeah, because that takes a lot of talent. I would have thought curling would have been number one as the Worst? least watched. Oh no, yeah, curling's yeah. actually really exciting. No, in it fact, was, it's on the TV it right was, here in this little cafe it, right now. It was second. It was second on the list of uh, of least. But have you seen? But have you seen all the posts of the people with their Roombas and curling with uh, their Roombas? I've only seen their, the one people of curling with their cats. Nope, there was one with Roombas too. <laughs> Roomba, Roombas be, become uh, pretty popular for uh, <laughs> the Olympic <laughs> officials have told hockey players. To fist bump each other rather than shaking hands because of uh, because of the norovirus. The norovirus. Going around. Yeah. What about uh, slapping each other on the ass? Is that still allowed? <laughs> they could probably do that. Uh, freestyle skier Elizabeth Schwaney did a uh, really boring half pipe run. Did you see her? No, I didn't watch any okay. of the half half pipe. It, here's the deal: she basically just skied up and down each side of the half pipe. Uh-huh. Didn't do any trickery at all. She didn't attempt anything. Basically. Okay. Um, I could have done no that. No tricks or dumps. She totally played it safe, and apparently, it's because she, well, she can't do any of that stuff. Um, she was able to actually get into the Olympics by gaming the system, believe it or not. Yeah, she's American. She complete. She competed for Hungary though, which is bizarre. Um, where her grandparents are from, there's no way she could have made the U.S. team. She sought out the Olympic qualifying events that didn't have many competitors. So her ranking would actually appear higher. Oh wow! Right. So she so she entered into these events, knowing that there wasn't a big playing field, which bumped up her rankings. Waited until all the women fell and crashed at the events, so she didn't end up dead last. And then it finally happened in December, and she qualified for the Olympics. 
and was is, able to jump in. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I by guess the way, a free trip to Korea would be the yeah, motivation yeah, for yeah. that. If, if you want to scam the Olympics in four years, it's probably too late. Uh, there is talk about new rules for qualifying that'll be changed now because of this winch. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's been another ice dancing wardrobe malfunction. This time, a competitor's nipple completely visible. Uh, I guess there's video out there of it. It happened to a French ice dancer, Gabriella Padakis, during uh, their short program the other day. The nip slip aired live, but NBC edited it out of their future replays. And uh, finally, the Otter Olympic Roundup. Have you been wondering why Team USA speed skaters have their crotches highlighted on their uniforms? Did you notice that? I, well, I've, yeah, I've seen a lot of the posts yeah. about, about that. Under Armour's explanation, quote, the contrasting material in the inner thigh has been commonplace for all of our country's skins for decades to reduce friction. And addition of the second panel reducing friction by even more than 60%. So it's a friction thing. It's a friction thing. Because if you get too much friction going on down there, then all of a sudden... Oh, you know, then there's there's a there's a dark spot anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, I've got one last thing. Okay. Being right. a traveler, I can kind of relate to this, but right. how embarrassing would this be? An airline pilot was forced to make an emergency landing because his flight had too much gas. Oh, really? And not the kind of gas that make planes fly. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, Transavia flight, which was headed from Dubai to Amsterdam. Okay. Ooh, I've done that flight, but not on that airline. How long is that flight, do you know? Uh, Dubai to Amsterdam, probably about eight hours. Okay, so it's uh-huh. a long one. Yeah. It is a long one. Uh, or maybe it's a six-hour. That's Whatever. a six-hour leg. It's eight hours from here to there. If, if it's over four, it's long. It's a long one, right? It was diverted because a passenger, described in the news, reported as elderly and obese, couldn't stop farting. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. <laughs> the man, whose name was not released, was in, the, was in a middle seat on a long flight and began pumping out the gas just a few minutes after takeoff. Yeah. Two men in his road demanded he stop, then scuffled with him, and he didn't. As a result, the pilot was forced to land in Vienna, where cops escorted all three men and two women off the plane. Really? Well, Police no, had to get involved? Uh, apparently, yeah. Wow. Now, no one was arrested, um, and Transavia imposed a permanent flight ban on four of the, the passengers. Wow, okay. Can you imagine that? That's embarrassing, It's man. embarrassing. I wouldn't mention but, anything. I mean, uh, the, sure, the smell can be noxious, but what are you supposed to do? I mean, you've had gas when you were flying before. What are you supposed to do? I, uh, Just suck grin it up, and man. bear it, yeah, suck yeah, it up? Yep, yep. I let it fly, man. Sometimes I'll try and squeak <laughs> one out. I'll add a little SPD and then look around. Uh, yeah, we did that, right? Turn the air on to the guy yeah. next to you or across from you. Hey, thanks for checking out the uh, the podcast. You can see our website, todosreviews.com. That's D-O-O-D-S. For more, make sure to support us on Patreon. Lots of free, cool stuff up for grabs for the supporters. Like the uh, we, we Take You Out to Dinner with Your Money uh, award. I, I like that That's one. a great award. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for checking out the Two Dudes Reviews podcast channel via podbean.com. Check out more on our website at twodudesreviews.com.